Bergstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Yeah, I think retool is 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 a good way to to uh, um, you know phrase it. Well, you could dream to be. Every year, Dan Zimborski brings you one of the projection metrics. There are many, but FanGraphs has gone full in with the Zips projections, and. There's a history now. It's really cool. They do all sorts of, of historical comps. But then there's some editorial that is always a part of this. And they had a, he had a real good idea last year. If you remember the 2023 Zips projection said the Sox could be okay if they have near-perfect health. Because they say once you get into the depth, they're in real trouble. And that proved to be the case. So this is the 20th season of the Zips projection system. What Zimborski writes is this. In a certain way, this team is a bit more depressing than the Oakland Athletics. No, they're not trying to piece out of Chicago, but I think the A's front office is probably more realistic about the team's immediate chances of winning than the Southsiders are. It's always hard to gauge exactly what a team truly thinks of their outlook, but I get the impression the White Sox think they'll be at least halfway competitive in 2024. Realistically, though, a lot of things would have to go their way, even in a weak division like the AL Central. The Pale Hose have a one-dude offense in a sport where that isn't a thing. Luis Robert Jr. is in his prime right now, probably at his peak. If the White Sox were actually rebuilding, he's the guy they could trade to start meaningfully restocking the farm system. Instead, Robert will be a key cog in their quest to win 70 games. What do you, what, what, what's the laugh? It sounds about right to I'm me. Not, I'm not reading laugh lines here. A Those, one dude offense in a sport where that's not a thing. No, that's, that's definitely a laugh line because it's Luis Robert having to spend the rest of his career here. Now, Johan Moncada and Eloy Jimenez could upgrade this to a three-dude offense. I'm not falling for that trap again. But in truth, there are big questions surrounding both players. Moncada's health isn't a given. He suffered myriad nagging injuries the last two years. What's more, it can no longer be taken for granted that if you just get him healthy, he'll produce. The team has finally gotten Jimenez's glove off the field in most games. But his slash line is abysmal for a player with no defensive value in a home-run-friendly park. He can still crush pitches in his wheelhouse, but he swings at too much junk. And at 27, you can't dismiss that tendency by appealing to his youth anymore. Elsewhere, Andrew Benatendi was terrible last season. Guaranteed rate is a poor fit for getting the most out of his limited offensive game. Meanwhile, the Andrew Vaughn breakout gets less likely every year. As for the rest of the, of the positions, the Sox have used a few trades in free agency to accumulate a whole bunch of inexpensive waiver wire types with limited upside. I guess we're going to go through the Oscar Colas experiment again. But his 809 OPS in AAA wasn't even good. But they hate him. On the plus side, Zips is starting to come around on Colson Montgomery to the extent that it likes him slightly better than its longtime favorite, Brian Ramos. But there are still questions remaining. Montgomery got a lot of his value from walks, which isn't a great sign for a minor leaguer. And we haven't gotten to see that much of him due to injuries. But a 22-year-old shortstop who's only played six weeks of double-A ball boasting a 20% chance at a 111 OPS plus is an auspicious sign. Fans need something to look forward to. 
We've got nothing. Exclamation point. Now, you want to hear about the pitchers? No. Yeah, you do. You can't wait to hear about the pitchers. I'd like to hear about Dylan C's. Well. Because I'm curious on what here's people what think about of, the pitchers. of what last season was and what it means going forward. They haven't traded Dylan Cease yet, so the bottom has only mostly fallen out of this group. <laughs> I'm, I'm just starting. He's not right. This is not a yep. comedy bit. Dan, there's only one pitcher to talk about. Just wait. I guess Christian Mena ranking this highly on the projection list is sort of a good thing. Eric Fetty and Chris Flexen feel like pitchers acquired mainly so that games will actually end. And you're saying these aren't comedy <laughs> well, th- bits? That might have been a comedy bit. Tip your mindset. <laughs> and it's hard to have much confidence in Michael Soroka staying consistently healthy until we actually see it. Some years ago, I mentioned there were two pitching prospects in the minors okay. who had very bimodal projections, meaning they were much more likely to be either awesome or terrible than simply middling. Those pitchers were Tanner Scott and Michael Kopech. Oh, boy. Scott seems to have fulfilled the former possibility, finally nailing down his command and having an elite 2023. Kopech, unfortunately, looks a lot worse than he did three or four years ago. It's a complicated case. It involves more than injury, but the projections are now bearish on him. I am Cornelio. I'd still start him for now. Him struggling will likely have next to no effect on Chicago's playoff There's odds. There's no reason to not start he him. Said, but I think we're nearing the point where if he puts it together, it's going to have to be in the late innings. Zips only projects four White Sox pitchers with an ERA plus of 100 or better. Who are they? And three of them are in the bullpen. Uh-oh. Garrett Crochet, Gregory Santos, and Tanner Banks. Isn't Crochet being prepped as a starter, though? Isn't that what Getz said? Never throw more than well, 65 wait. innings. The Sox should give Crochet every opportunity to start. He'd have a lot more value if it works out and weakening the bullpen to give him a shot at the rotation. He has a little practical danger. Zips is sold that the free passes are behind Santos. His first strike percentage and out-of-zone swing percentage, two leading indicators of future walk rate, were above average. He said the computer doesn't see any no-name relievers ready to surprise. Overall, the White Sox have a few interesting players, but will likely contend with the Rockies and Athletics to be the worst team in baseball in 2024, even if they hang on to cease. Zips projects 65 to 70 wins for the Sox, but a cease trade could put them over the top in this depressing foot race. So they have Luis Robert Jr. with a 4.3 projected war. That's their one dude. And then Cease at a 3.2. What about Andrew Benatendi? 1.3. The highest paid high, uh, White Sox player ever. Benatendi. Ever. And, they, they do this he by. He's the highest paid White Sox player ever. In ever, Jerry. In, in ever. ever. Well, he does it by position. So the left field position of Benatendi and Sheets as a position adds up to an aggregate 1.3 war. Total. Terrific. Just what you're hoping from your left fielder. Their right field of Colas, Jimenez, and Sheets adds up to a 0.3 war. Their catching position, Maldonado, Stasi, and Lee. Well, Maldonado adds a lot of defensive war but can't hit worth a damn. It all adds up to 0.3 from the catching position. Yeah. 
And if you're if you're asking, the the relievers do include the recent acquisition of Brebbia. No one was asking. <laughs> Somebody might have. What about Brebbia? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink. What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. No one. It's not updated. Literally no one. No one. Not once. Not even the socks machine guys were asking you that. So one thing they do for batters. Sack machine. (laughs) For batters, they do top near age offensive comps. Okay. And these are fantastic. Oh, God. Top near-age statistical offensive comps. Luis Roberts' top hit comp Okay, for next year. I'm excited about this. Andre Dawson. Great. Aloy Jimenez's top hit comp. Former Cub Mike Ivey. Okay. Some of these huh? names are just great. Who we have for Moncada? Moncada Jared Patterson. I don't even remember who that is. Okay. So that says 100 losses. Oh, yeah. This is what we're talking about here. Andrew Vaughn's top comp. His top Frank three. Frank Thomas, no. according to people around the White Sox. Andrew Vaughn's top three comps for next year as a hitter. Kevin Millar. All right. Chad Tracy. Sure. Aubrey Huff. As long as he doesn't adopt the politics, I'm fine. Some of you are just hilarious. Elvis Andrews's was Cookie Rojas. <laughs> What's Maldonado's? Maldonado. Lawrence Holmes. I gotta find him. That's See, his. Oh, there comp. he is. His Lewis Heyman. Brock Lesnar's manager. Who is? Who are some of these people? Like I have legitimately not heard of some of these people. Yet, Dan, let me get this straight. If I remember correctly, thank you, before, Ray. Before the show, your pitch about this segment was that the White Sox 2024 Zips projections were not as bad as you would think. Is that correct? They're not as bad as I thought they would be. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. But this is this is better than you thought. So again, we're talking about the Tony Romo bar. Yes, it was. What would was be really in a Tony standard. Romo bar? Nougat. Coro- it's Corona. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, there it is. I remember, it, I remember. It's a candy bar that tastes like Corona. But this is this is not uh, not 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 a I made a payroll. We got the whore mill. I'm really impressed watching the tape this week by Luke Getzky, the offensive coordinator. Fired. He's fired. Sure, that was your man. Yeah, too. That's, that's your guy. You couldn't pronounce his name, and then he was fired. You're out here telling us how great he is. Mm-hmm. Getzky. Maybe they kept Getsky, fired Getsy. We don't know. We'll never know. 